Welcome to episode 160 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about encouraging in relationships. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and accountability specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Well, hello. What are you looking hello at Hello there, Caleb. Hello, uh, Potter. Hello. You, you. Why are you doing an Australian accent? That's not, that's British. <laughs> hello, Potter. Hello, Potter. <laughs> That's some kind of British. Crikey, mate. They're Caleb, basically the same. You got new glasses. Thanks for noticing. And if people and are just... that out on the audio show. If people are just <laughs> tuning into our audio, you wouldn't know that. But if you tune into the YouTube... You probably still wouldn't know To the it. YouTube. Oh, I'm my father. Okay. Caleb, go ahead. YouTube. Caleb, what... I'm to the YouTube. I am going to deal with this for the rest of the episode that I mm-hmm. said the YouTube. Right, right. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you would know Caleb got new glasses. You Caleb. probably wouldn't because they're very similar. How are they, though? <laughs> Sorry. Don't mind me burping to the mic. They're pretty good. <laughs> like the worst opening we've done that we're still going to keep. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. So, uh, Caleb, I need to bring up a... Um, unfounded fear that I have that's kind of connected to this. That you're blind. I don't need glasses. How do I, you know? That. That's the fear. Like that, that is the, there, there do are. Do you not get an eye exam every year? Or every two years, I mean? No. Why? I barely go to the doctor. Do you have health insurance? I, yeah, apparently I do. I, ha- I had to make health insurance decisions this week and I'm like, oh yeah, I can actually go to a Dan, doctor Danny, you now. scare the crap out of me. I'm fine. Sometimes. But, I mean, not really for eye health. That's whatever. Okay, that's eyes. I mean, like, you can survive so, with being blind. No, so, but that that's kind of the fear I have that, to me, everything go to the eye looks doctor. fine. I have good, well, but I don't know. What Just if, go to an eye doctor where your insurance covers it, and you literally have to pay nothing. That's what you pay insurance for, Danny. My fear, <laughs> which I don't even think is founded. Is that you'd have to get glasses? No, is that I'm... They're going to come back and say, like, no, you are crazy or something. That I have this thing that crazy? I'm Crazy? Like, what do you mean? Or not crazy, but just that I have this thing that I just deal with it because that's my normal. And they're going to be like, no, normal people don't feel like that. I'm like, no, yeah, it's just that, like, constant kind of a humming <laughs> in the back of, 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 of kind of your brain that you hear all day that everyone does. They're like, no, no, man, that's not... That's not how that works at all. Or You're that fine. I'm going to have some kind of disorder. You're fine. That's the thing I'm actually scared about. Well, the, you don't like, have to go to the doctor for that. No, Just but... go to the but, doctor I for, mean, like, I'm, a body health, not mental I'm, health. I'm genuinely concerned <laughs> that they're going to be like... But you should go to the doctor. Yeah, no, I definitely should. Thanks, Mom. Um, oh, my gosh. No, I'm sorry. But the Mom's eye exam is, me. like, the easiest thing ever. Yeah. It's just a bunch you of You go ease. to the dentist, too? Hmm? <laughs> have you been to the dentist? Probably. Danny, we were going to talk about your bad eyesight. How are we on my stuff? Danny, probably. Danny, listen. Okay, can you go to the eye doctor? You know, 2020 was a hard year for a lot of us. COVID happened. 
we did everything on Zoom and might have I neglected. partially want you to go to the eye doctor. I'm just going to I need to go you. to the regular doctor. I got to get something looked at first. Yeah, I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. You are. <laughs> Yay. I, mean, I can't say why. That breaks HIPAA laws. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should go to the doctor. Oh, you're going to bring it up and then not actually talk about oh, it? Oh, okay, I was just bringing fine. up though. I was going to go to the doctor. Yeah. No, I, I am trying to find a, a primary health care physician. It's really easy. I feel this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that because I haven't had a primary care. I can't get on to you about the primary we, care. We were attacking you in the intro <laughs> and suddenly. <laughs> okay, Danny. Someone put out his what is your card insurance? Went, reverse. No, we're not. This is not a podcast. <laughs> but anyways, if you go, is, if you go on the what website, if this was the podcast. Your insurance, like this is just what we did. This <laughs> we episode. just talked about our lives. Health insurance, and, and then we Google primary care doctors, and but like, it'll hey, give you a list them. of people near you. So do that. I think there's like two. Anyway, I I need to find one. Hey, um, I believe in you. Now let's move on and talk about some other hot garbage stuff and going on in life. We had a whole thing about how you get new glasses and the vision is tingly <laughs> or something. And I wanted to know what that meant. But now we're just okay. moving No, now we're just moving on. No, I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. before we recorded, or started to record, that like anyone who's gotten glasses or like new contacts or whatever <clears throat> um, has probably felt this. But it's like, takes you a couple days to adjust because like... You were just living with everything slightly out of focus right. before. And that's what I fear my life is. Like, that's and it's honestly not like, what I fear my life is. Like, my other glasses, it was genuinely fine. I just went for a regular exam, but they're like, oh, no, yeah, you need, like, slightly new newer mm-hmm. glasses. Um, I didn't have to go up that much um, in whatever strength it is. Um, but, yeah, you put them on, and it's just like everything is just, like, like tack sharp. And it's just like hard to hmm. hard. You feel like you're living in like a hyper reality, like you're super aware of like right. everything around you because it's just like just tack sharp. Right. And before right. it was just you know. I'll I'll be honest. Anytime I get a compliment after I do anything, the thing I'm concerned that they're going to stare at me and they're going to say is, and this is tied to the vision thing, is hey. You did a great job given your condition, and I'll have no idea what they're talking about. Like that's a constant kind yeah. of a unrational, like it's it's an irrational fear that doesn't have a basis in anything. That someone's going to come up like, "Good for you getting up there and doing that," you know, kind of despite despite it, your and I'll be like, "Uh huh, finish it, finish it." Despite what? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> So that that's kind of the same thing on v- 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 vision because like every one of my family wears glasses. Yeah, and you so, need to go to the end. no, but doctor. like I've had better than twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I've but, always had better than twenty twenty vision. You know, you could even just like need a slight amount. I'm not saying that you'd probably need. You you would I think know, I'd look good in them too. You would know if you needed like heavy strength glasses, but you're probably similar to me where you just need a little bit. I probably just need a nap is what it really is. Ever nap so or just been so sleep depressed that your vision's blurry? Mm-hmm. It's like, "Ugh." So, but Amen. kind of despite all that I actually do have good vision, but do you want to know a thing know. I'm still not going to see? What? Fast and the Furious Nine. Yeah, no one's gonna go see this. And I, I want, I want everyone to create a pact 
that we're not going to give them any Wait, more of our money. Legally, hold on. No, hold on. He's kidding. We're kidding. If you feel that you need to see this movie legally, we're not going to try and stop you or encourage you not to. It is the opinion of this show that this movie is, in just our personal opinion, that from the 10-second clip I've seen... It is hot Hot garbage. garbage. <laughs> Um, because just in case I showed Danny, litigious. <laughs> he was like, he was joking about like some producer of Fast and Furious being like, "Oh, we shouldn't put aside oh that Jurassic gosh. Park, yeah, isn't in the same hold on, yeah, yeah, universe yeah. as Fast and Furious I, 9. I need to read this tweet before we get to the ridiculousness that is the actual thing. Uh, the director of Fast Nine says he hasn't ruled out a Jurassic World crossover. Never say never. That's all I'll say. Yeah, how to ruin another franchise with how like to ruin a two franchises? A, yeah, <laughs> two franchises, and the other one's already ruined. But anyways, I showed Danny the clip, and it's literally—I mean, if you haven't seen it, they're going to space. They're like launching off the back of a plane in this like makeshift spaceship, wearing what like, I thought were like, like diving suits. Diving suit. They were those were diving suits. <laughs> And so they're they're like and they struck. They attached rock. Here's the thing I don't get. They were on a thing that was going really fast. Mm-hmm. They detached from that thing that mm-hmm. was going really fast. Mm-hmm. So they started to slow down, and then they um, turned on the rockets on the car to get mm-hmm. going really fast again. One of them isn't necessary. Do you know, like? Do you know what I mean? Like one of them wasn't a necessary addition. Also, what, launching off the back of a plane—that's a thing that spaceships have done in the past. But like, just take the spaceship. Just take the plane. That's it's. It's a car. It's a car. It's a car. Also, how are they going to fly in three D space? Car go two D, and that's a weird thing to think about. Cars Cargo. drive in two D. It wasn't a car. It was a spaceship. I'm pretty sure they modded a car. It looks like a, like, spaceship. <laughs> but, like, but, you know, this was the whole problem lame. they had in Armageddon. Uh, the movie, the really bad movie, where they thought it would be easier to train oil drillers on how to uh, be astronauts instead oh. of training astronauts how to be oil drillers. You know, astronauts who typically have multiple PhDs in astrophysics and that kind of stuff, but they don't drill rock good, so they they had to go get oil drillers, and nothing is real anymore, and this movie looks like hot garbage. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen a Fast and Furious past Fast and Furious 2, so, you know. I, they're not good. I'm just going to say it. And I yeah, yeah they're not they're not good. I they, mean I've heard they're like okay um, until like five or something like that. Well, they the, the tone changed where they leaned into the fact that they're ridiculous. At that point, it became a new franchise to me. It's just like no, we're crazy, and they're trying to do the next crazy things. Except that you can only do so many crazy things in the car. So then you have to have the rock hanging off of a car, directing a missile into a submarine as they're driving across ice. 
and I wish I made that up, but I'm not smart enough to make that up. And that really happened in one of the movies. No, you're not dumb enough to make it up. A little bit of that. both. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a car. I th- oh, that's not it. The cl- I'll pull up the clip. Well, we won't play the clip. No, we won't. I'm just going to pull it up real quick. Oh, on but the, the 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 movies they were supposed to um not make another movie after number seven, right? And then what's his name died and ironically brought the franchise back, which is worse. Yeah. Um. And they're wearing old. That is a car. No, it's not. That is a car they put together. That is absolutely Looks like a rocket to me. That is a DeLorean that they. They essentially they made the DeLorean from Back to the Future, okay. and they're going to space now because okay. that's a thing. Because why not? We haven't been fast or furious in space, so here we go. Uh, and it's not even in the trailer. I guess that makes sense. Okay, it's not in the trailer. I don't see no. it. I'm hoping it's an April Fool's Day thing. But they, I just don't get the the franchise. They started off. They were Trying to steal stereos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've talked about Fast and Furious multiple times. I this. know, but that's going to be well, our You thing. can't rag on it enough, you know? You can't. Apparently, you can't. You the reason can't. I hate it... Okay, I'm just going to go into my little film my little film rant. Okay, the reason I hate movies like this rant. <laughs> is because it's so obvious that they're using millions of dollars and they're just trying to make money. That's all that they want, mm-hmm. and they've lost all creativity because they found some stupid formula right. that they know thirteen-year-olds are gonna watch. Right. And and now they're just they're using their money for that, and they've lost the actual art of filmmaking, and they don't want to go to to actual independent filmmakers who make good stuff nowadays. They're the only ones making good stuff. Right. And they don't give them any money, so they're all they're like killing themselves as because of their greed and and they're not producing mm-hmm. anything of value right. to this world it's just trash it's actual hot garbage and i'm sick of it in his opinion that's no that's just fact dear universal you can try Caleb's and cancel opinion. you can try and cancel this podcast all you want no, but sue we're gonna is what i'm worried about we're gonna sue. creep back and my opinions in will hurt his, you. Yes, his opinions. Caleb's but my main opinion. This is my main opinion and you. thing I want you Just to know. Just Caleb's, not that mine. I want you to know is: Do you love Jesus? <laughs> because that's the most important thing in life. All right, business executives. <laughs> oh, transitions are hard, aren't they? What? Especially when someone comes and ruins them right after you make a good one, right? That uh, wasn't even a transition. I was. Oh, really? Genuine. I would oh, rather I care more about your relationship with Jesus in a movie, but also make good movies. <laughs> Gosh dang it! <laughs> well, it the formula works though. I mean, no, it doesn't. It's, not for people it like do- me. It does. That's why I want everyone to create a pact and to never go see this movie, no, so they lose no, millions of do dollars that. and they nah, won't ever we don't do it again. Do that. We don't want to do that. Just in case. <laughs> Fast and the Furious 8 made... You look one, like they're going to come listen to this. I'm just saying, Fast and the Furious 8 made $1.2 billion. And it costed... Um, $250 million. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you told me that I was going to get that kind of percentage back, yeah, I'd make garbage for you. Like, that was... <laughs> absolutely, boss. <laughs> Same thing with Transformers. 
Yeah, basically. Anyways. Didn't watch anything past the first one. Same thing with Fast, but um, the part part of that story though that I do actually appreciate that's been a consistent theme throughout all of them is the theme of brotherhood, mm, uh, and I actually do appreciate. No, I actually do appreciate. Shut up! I actually do appreciate it. Um, <laughs> there, there's something about that that I do find actually endearing as a right. concept um, mm-hmm. that they care about each other and they're very open about this is a family, and even though that got really contrived. Mm-hmm. Because it's a really big family that keeps adding new cast. I mean, family members each year. Um, that was really kind of a special point. That especially in the earlier movies, I thought was really good. And they cared about each other a ton, and they would want to be together, even if it meant um, getting into trouble because of it. Right. I know. I actually do think that about these movies. I know. Or the I'm trying to movies. ruin Danny's transition that he's making. But yeah, it. sure. Yeah, no, yeah, that's good. Good and stuff. I think in the church, that's a thing. Um, you and I have been talking about before of of kind of going through Paul's works and and that there was this longing to be with the people of the church that we, we honestly don't. Mm-hmm. It, you you kind of brought up and I had to think about it a bit. It 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 doesn't come off as that too often nowadays. Yeah, and that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like the fact that you know, th- just, yeah, just a common theme through all of these letters that he's writing is, I mean, a for a lot of them he's encouraging them to do better in certain areas, but also like. The one that we're going to be reading from today, which is in Thessalonians, he's talking to the the church there that, you know, him and Timothy went to, I think it was Timothy, yeah, Mm -hmm. they went to go, like, evangelize there and and had to eventually, you know, there was just immediate, you know, kind of backlash from Christianity there, Mm -hmm. and they had to flee the city, unfortunately, and so he's writing this letter just to, like, see how they're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And longing to see them and praying for them and like just genuinely like his you can tell his heart is just like you know with these people right and it's just uh, an awesome picture of like what we should be like with you know our fellow believers beside us like encouraging like how often mm-hmm. you know like I was just thinking how often I just like genuinely encourage someone else and and like frequently and it's just yeah it's good it's good stuff so i know that you had mentioned because uh this it was birthed out of you having gone through uh first thessalonians and i was i was trying to find a good part of that that we could go through and just honestly it was first thessalonians the first chapter yeah i think that paul gets into it and just his affections towards the church uh towards the 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 place that they're in and just the mm-hmm. encouragement in that. So do you, uh, can you go ahead and read first Thessalonians one, one through 10? Sorry, I'm making you read a whole chapter. Yeah. To the church of the Thessalonians and God, the father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you. We always, Oh, I didn't read the first part. He says, Paul, Silas and Timothy. So this is written by multiple, uh, people. Um, it's, to an extent, it's mainly Paul, obviously. But like, my academic senses are tingling. Go ahead, sorry. It's well, a, it's essentially it's it's, it's, it's Paul. It's yeah, Paul. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. traveling with some. Anyway, go ahead. 
right, 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 right. It's yeah. Paul. But <laughs> okay. Anyways, now that Danny's gotten his, I'm a seminary person. Oh my gosh! You know I hate <laughs> I did that. that. Just to annoy you. No, know I hate that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace. Oh, God. It's different. It's so different. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers, loved by God, that he has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not only in word but also in power and in Holy Spirit and with full conviction. You know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For you received the word in much affliction and with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. For not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achaia, but your faith in God has gone forth everywhere, so that we need not say anything. For they themselves report concerning us the kind of reception that we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. So, so this passage, I actually enjoy Thessalonians. It's pretty fantastic as far mm-hmm. as books go. But there, there's a couple of, of, of things in there that Paul is actually giving this kind of a generational approach mm-hmm. to ministry there. I mean, you know, first, the the part that you brought up is is the constantly remembering people in our prayers. And I think there that most of us tend to view our time of prayer as... Mm-hmm. This is the time I bring things to God that I have. Right. And I, I, I'm i not claiming don't do that you know, or or stop bringing things to God that are important. But you, I, that is a challenge to, to kind of actually ask, like, am I bringing other people to God in prayer? Am I right. praying about their needs and their 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 spirit and that kind of thing that that are are there people that I'm praying on their behalf because of this profound kind of affection towards them based in their being in Christ right and i i think that you're kind of spot on there mm-hmm. that that that's not a thing our western culture is pretty good at doing is caring yeah. about the other person right and i think that like it's easy to focus on um like <clears throat> new believers mm-hmm. and like getting people and like spreading the gospel and, and you know, the numbers being added to us as a family. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be easy to lose mm-hmm. sight that, you know, we should also just encourage people around us. Absolutely. And like the importance of that. And 
and how much that does to to impact the kingdom in in a greater way too you right, know, like they're, right. they're, they're, they're different but you know almost equal I'd say in that like mm-hmm. encouragement is what fuels um, a lot of people I mean that's literally a love language for a lot of people is like mm-hmm. words of affirmation right and like so I think that it's it's great and and another thing I just I love I mean this is kind of going off of that but like I love that I've I've just been reading through um you know all of this like all of the letters Paul has written lately mm-hmm. for my quiet time and, and this one I actually read with a, a Zoom uh Bible study with Ethan and okay. Alex sup <laughs> and some of my buddies and this is something I brought up as well when I was talking with him is I just love that like Paul always um, like the gospel is always presented like multiple times mm-hmm. in anything he writes and he yeah. and he just like kind of slips it in there and it's just my favorite thing ever like he it's just like he can't say anything right without you know reminding people right. of the gospel and ultimately that's the best way we can encourage people as well right. too is that like I mean, it's this last part right here where he's talking about like, you know, how you turn, you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Like, it's such a simple and like mm-hmm. short phrase for the gospel, oh, yeah. but it's yeah. just like, it's in there. I think, I think many people have come to understand gospel as a, a thing a non-believer needs and not a thing that a a actual believer needs, but man, right. go through scripture. All the presentations of gospel are given to those in the church or right. those that think they're in the church, but or those are actually in the church. Those are the people getting the presentations of the gospel because mm-hmm. our, our nature as people is to neglect or turn our back on the gospel in or, or not turn our back on, but drift, I guess is a better right. way to put it. Our, our inclination is to drift and as mm-hmm. I stumble into temptation, stumble into sin, all these kinds of things, um, I the the question that I've actually grown to appreciate is in doing that, what am I f- 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 forgetting about the gospel? Right. In uh, in in coming to understand that if the gospel is as good as I say it is, if it is good news, if it is all these things, then it is going to impact the other parts that I am going to imitate those that are, 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 um, are expressing the gospel in their actions that I am going to do those things that I'm going to keep mm-hmm. people that encourage me in the gospel and not just come and tell me nice things, but they encourage right. me to grow in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and that when I understand the gospel is to all people, then my perspective on a fair amount of stuff actually changes a bit that I think is pretty important. Right. Uh, and and I, I appreciate also that, that Paul he, Paul actually talked about being um, uh, the church in Thessalonica becoming I- imitators of them, that they mm-hmm. looked to Paul... Uh, to Paul, to Silas, and Timothy as their spiritual kind of their fathers a bit. Right. That that these are people that, that God gave them to care over them, to shepherd them, and that they could imitate them right. um, in order to better understand their r- relationship to God. Yeah, and I think, and 
like also what's cool about that too is the line before too where they say you know what kind of men we've proved to be among you for Mm -hmm. your sake that they've intentionally like that they've been aware of their actions and in everything you know self-aware about themselves for their sake because they knew Mm -hmm. that they were going to be imitators of them right and so like the the importance i guess is just like pastorally like knowing that like they have to be aware of their Mm -hmm. image at all times and like and yeah and making sure that you know for other people's sake that you are (laughs) representing christ well you know like there was a there in in my early youth pastor days there was um I was taking. I was doing fellowship of Christian athletes. I'm not even sure if we were ever official, which was really weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, now that I think about it, I never actually met anyone from fellowship of Christian athletes, but we were doing it, so I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um. And there, there was a kid. He was, he was kind of a homeschool kid, so he was able to come to the club. And I brought him. We never like checked him into the front office, so I was pretty sure I was sneaking kids into school every uh, week. Yeah. Um. And, and this kid, he was just staring. He would probably be so embarrassed if I was telling this, but it's fine. Uh, he was just like staring at me, and and I could tell the way he's staring at me that this kid. And I'm about to teach at FCA, but that this kid, he really looked up to me a ton, and just and 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 I was just like thinking through that and praying through that, and I actually thought to myself, I'm in a place to either do. A ton of good or a ton of damage, and this kid really right. is is going to be impacted by the things I said. Right. So don't screw it up. And yeah. then I just panicked because that was the last thought I had before I had to teach. I'm like, oh my gosh, hold on. Like, don't screw it up is the worst thing I could have said to yeah. myself in that moment. But I mean, that is kind of the um, the uh. uh the kind of the impetus of that is impetus. Wow, it, you impetus. bring out big words. That's a, I know that word. It's the I don't the, even know Im, what that word means. It's the thrust of it. It's the the force or energy wow. with which a body moves. Um, nice. It is is an understanding that the things I do, others are going to watch and imitate. And I don't think that's because yeah. I'm a pastor. I think that's because I'm a Christian. Right. Exactly, because these were the only two, you know, people that 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 church of mm-hmm. what is it, Thessalonica, is what you said, mm-hmm. Thessalonica, that like they had to see, you know, like mm-hmm. you know that that this, I mean, they didn't really give the time frame of how long they were there. It mm-hmm. seemed like it was short, so like you know, I would assume that it's short before they got you know kind mm-hmm. of kicked out, and that they they had these two people to look at and like, it's not like they had right. like a bunch of other people beside them that had right. been Christians for a long, long time. Right. You know, yeah. Like no one's been a Christian for <laughs> yeah. a long time here. It's like Jerry knows just as much as I yeah. do. So, you know, <laughs> and yeah, so it's definitely cool mm-hmm. to see that they kind of took that yeah. in. And not only in here, but like this happens in like, oops, in like every, every kind of letter he writes, you can tell that they right. really look up to him. That right. he knows. Right. Paul's also just aware of the impact he's made on them. Right. And and doesn't take that lightly that Christ has chosen right. him to represent him. You know, like, it's a big thing. Like, it is right. a lot of pressure. And But, like, I guess the thing that takes off that pressure is knowing that 
we can't do it perfectly and that it is yeah. Christ that is in us yeah. that is I mean, allowed to yeah, change in us anyways. It, it is an odd blend and I have a f- funny story that I guess we're going <laughs> to tell today. It, it is an odd blend of understanding that you're going to screw this up but also doing everything that you can to not screw it up because of the impact it's going to have. Right. That your words need to be encouraging people in the gospel and not just thrown out there as if they're just random words thrown out. I mean, there. Um, I've also been told this is true in parenting, that there is uh, kind of a humbling that occurs when a child uh, <laughs> stares at you and tells you the same thing that you normally say, but then you mm-hmm. hear it out of somebody else and be like, I got to clean my act up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was... And I'm not going to say names to this, and I don't know if they listen to the podcast, and if they do, I'm so sorry. Um, so... I, I was talking to someone in, uh, this a, while, a long time ago, and someone asked, am I going to this uh, meeting? Mm-hmm. And because I'm a millennial, and these are jokes that we make, uh, I said, accidentally, in front of a kid, I'd rather kill myself. Like, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yeah. Just like, because that's millennial that's humor. No, I mean, that, yeah, it that, is. Is, that is millennial humor. Right. Of like, ooh, I'm going to jump into my grave now because that's where we are. Um, and so, like, two days later, his, his, his mom comes to talk to me and says, hey, can... <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm really worried about my kid. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is everything okay? And I love this kid. He's a great kid. Yeah, I'm really wor- really worried about my kid. I think he might be depressed. And I'm, I'm thinking through it and I'm like, no, he's not. Like, I've, I've seen your kid. He's not depressed. There's yeah. no way he's depressed. And I was like, well, why do you think he's depressed? Well, I don't know. I just asked him to do something small. And, and, and he kind of said just like he, that he'd rather kill himself. And I'm like, uh, oh my gosh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one's on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's well, rough right there. We're going to retire that joke. Uh, yeah. And never say that again because it gets repeated. And right. if I can hear that from someone else and be like, oh, that's what that sounds like. So instead of modeling the gospel, I, I model dark, inappropriate humor. Mm-hmm. And that's more problematic. And I, I still don't think I'm like perfect at the nowhere near perfect at this, but that was a, a a moment of understanding. I need to be cautious about the things I speak, and they need to be glorifying yeah. to the gospel instead right. of just words thrown out there. Yeah, this is something I've always struggled with, like <laughs> leading a small group, but mm-hmm. students is is also just. Right. I think it's just the the age of kids I have, which is like sixth and seventh graders. Uh huh. But like, <laughs> I want to. I'm like trying to like represent Christ well, and mm-hmm. then I'm also just like, that's all right, Jerry. Sit down heard, in your yeah. chair now, please. <laughs> right. Quit yelling. <laughs> it's just like right. a million things going I will on. Staple you to the floor <laughs> yeah. if you stand up one more time. Yeah. And then like once everything is calm, and you're just like, Jesus loves you. you right. Know? And then it's just like, do they even like? <laughs> Jesus loves you, idiot. Yeah, you know because you just yeah feel like you have to yell at them. So I don't really yell at them. It's just like ah, you know, it can be frustrating sometimes, and that's why like we ultimately just like need Christ in it, right? And and need to know that He's sovereign in it, as long (coughs) as like our intentions are pure, like that we genuinely just want to represent Christ well for their sake mm-hmm. 
you know, I think that he fills those gaps. Absolutely. I mean, there are intentions are important, and there is a point where you have to go beyond good intentions and actually get it right. Right. But man, start off there at a minimum, and I mm-hmm. think, you know, from an encouragement aspect, there are three different. And I might have talked about this before. I don't know. Uh, there, there, there are three different relationships that the Christian needs that I think are very important. Um, the first mm-hmm. is a person that you're responsible to right. you know paul kept this to ananias especially at the beginning um that y- you're you're checking in to this person they that 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 they keep an authority over you that you give them not as a peer but as a person of authority this it'd be the uh paul Silas and Timothy coming into Thessalonica, they gave them the authority over them. They were accountable to them. Right. And there, there is a, a power dynamic there that is intentional, that it it is an imbalance of power. And that's how it needs to be because there needs to be a person there that's able to shut stuff down if it needs to be shut down. Right. Um, the other is a person that you, you're responsible with and in this case it would be paul and kind of well paul and silas um kind kind of timothy timothy's tricky i'll get to timothy in a second Mm -hmm. um so so paul and silas that they were accountable together now granted paul kept apostle status and some other stuff but but they 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 had been peers they made decisions together they are accountable with each other and they are responsible with each other and and that it, or i mean kind of like christian peers and in christian friendships and kind of the third is someone that you're responsible for and i think that's important that's kind of timothy although mm-hmm. towards the end timothy became a more of a peer because that's just how that goes right um Timothy became a more of a peer, but Paul trained Timothy. He poured everything that he had into them. Mm-hmm. And just the other part is there needs to be encouragement at all those steps. Right. Um, your pastor needs encouragement. Uh, don't just think that because they're they're up there preaching and doing their thing that they're fine. They need encouragement to in 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 understanding that they need to keep going. Uh, right. And I know that com- comes off as a bit kind of self-serving but yeah you know pastoring can get um lonely pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and a lot just need encouragement to keep that going i i know for me personally and just from others that i've talked to that you know they're not in it to get the encouragement or or get the praise of man or any of that Mm -hmm. but when those emails come in or just someone took the time to say hey good job on 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 preaching or good job on this right that that can power them that can power the steam train more than you probably think it can yeah yeah i think it's it's definitely a good thing to like set up in your life mm-hmm. and you know i feel like oftentimes for for some people it can happen naturally and for some people you really have to kind of strive for this mm-hmm. but i mean i'd say like 
I, I, it was a great point. Like you talking about how it can kind of switch at one point where you yeah. just kind of yep. come alongside each other. And I'd say that's honestly kind of our relationship over time too. Is still my like, Timothy, get out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, never I'm mind. So sorry. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> but like Danny yeah. was my youth pastor yeah. when I was a wee child. And now I'd say you're, I'd still kind of obviously hold you as wiser, but there's some level of like, accountability with each other now. right like yeah somewhat side by side yeah. and, and the, so like it just happens weird over time part of mentoring is you w- want them to get to a place that they push back um mm-hmm. I, and 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 not just push back to be a jerk but because they've actually thought through it and but we can tell the difference you know like no <laughs> is shut up yeah i'm smarter like the those right. are times i'll dig my heels in and drop titles is is if i just think that someone's being contrary and i'll be like no okay i'm better than you yeah. uh like, <laughs> like <laughs> but, but um the the a, a good teacher, a good trainer, especially Paul to Timothy. Paul didn't want Timothy to like come and ask him every single question. At some point, he w- wanted Timothy to be able to hold his own. In fact, that was a lot of his encouragement to Timothy. Is like, mm-hmm. dude, hold your own. Man, hold the line. They're, they're, I know they're older. I know there's way more experience, all that stuff. But you know what you're doing, and God put you there, so hold the line. Mm-hmm. How um, old is Timothy again? Uh, I don't remember. 20s or something? I don't don't know. There's all kinds of weird... Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) I never... Sorry. I never enjoyed those arguments. Like, and he was only 17. Okay, but there were like plenty of them who were also 60. And I think the bigger thing is like, just do the thing God's called you to do during the time God's called you to do it. Yeah. It's not a... It's not a cry that like every 17 year old needs to be a pastor uh-huh. very few 17 year olds need to be a pastor it's just timothy and hb charles that's it uh yeah. <laughs> that's it that's all i can think of yeah do you know who would have been a terrible pastor who 17 year old danny yeah that schmuck would have just been same bro would have been terrible oh <laughs> uh, no but um in I mean, back to the kind of encouragement part is like people need encouragement. And I think, you know, there's, there's a thing I've stated that, um, every time I've stated it, people have assumed I'm talking about dating and I'm actually never talking about dating. Every time I've said it is relationships take work, right? All of them. Mm-hmm. And everyone assumes I'm talking about dating, and I've never actually been talking about dating anytime I've brought it up, um, which I've always found funny, but someone figured it out eventually, and I was like, you you did it. You broke the Da Vinci Code. Good job. Um, yeah. Your, if it's just kind of two f- 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 friends that pick on each other, um, even if it's joking. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's not going to stick. Right. Um, there, there, there has to be the effort put into growing together. Right. In in all three of those, the person I'm responsible to, with, and for, all need different kinds of encouragement in the gospel. Right. That I need to give them as a part of the relationship or it'll just start to fizzle out. Right. 
And I think people underestimate that in their peers, in their... Um, now, I honestly think a lot of like the relationship, like romance, mm-hmm. romantic relationship things can apply to like friends as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like beyond just that statement, right. but, like having it, having a date with your friend is important, you know, like time where you're intentionally mm-hmm. getting to know them right. better. Right. And, and it's one-on-one. Right. And I think that like a lot of those same principles can apply mm-hmm. because you know, I think that's probably why a lot of people think that that's a romantic statement that you're saying is just because we are, that's a, the relationship that we're most hyper aware of, right? you know, that we're right. putting the most attention towards, but like, yeah, like right. spending intentional time, um, you know, like even just reaching out through text and just mm-hmm. like encouraging and it's, yeah, it's hard. Like yeah. it, this is something I've been struggling a lot with lately is, is just, like who these people are and like trying to find it and like mm-hmm. and balance it well and just have the like mental power to take give my all in all of these and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's hard yeah it does take a lot of work yep and and i i'm not trying to like dunk on people trying to date or anything in that manner because i actually do think you're there they that needs more and different attention mm-hmm. um if if i don't want the same amount of attention and affection that a person gives someone that they're dating or married. Right. Gross. Yeah. Like, like, hi. Nope. Nah. It was funny at first, but now it's just weird, you know? Like, hey, let's hold hands together, you know, or that kind of thing. I don't know. Culturally, back in Bible Uh, times, that was fine. Um, It was? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, in in, in cultures still, in uh, certain cultures today, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like girls do that all the time, but no, like no, guys um, among men. Yeah, wow, that's so dope. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna start holding your hand more often, Danny. I see my love language is physical affection, yes. so like yeah. that's fine. If you give this guy a big old back scratch uh-huh. for a couple minutes. I forgot we were taping a podcast for a second. <laughs> He'll just immediately forget where I am. It. Yeah, oh boy, mm, that's nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. I I don't know, just encouragement. I know there've been plenty of times that a a text message kept me going. Mm-hmm. And I I even have texts that I've screen capped to go back to. Mm-hmm. They were just really I don't know, they they were if I pulled them up and read them, they wouldn't mean anything to any, anybody, but they were people that that i i had thought of them as kind of my timothy that just out of the blue texted um hey i i appreciate all the all all the things that you do and i know i'm not the best at being appreciative but i do appreciate it mm-hmm. and that that one kept me going for like another 9 months yeah of of just off that fuel of that and there are other times I've needed to encourage other people and people that have poured into me just to say thank you because mm-hmm. Lord n- knows I haven't made it easy <laughs> for people. <Yeah. laughs> like, I I have a certain amount of self-awareness. I know I'm a difficult human being. Yeah, I'm not intending to change anytime soon, but it's where we are. It's where we live. Uh but in being positive to encourage them and, and to say thanks and all that has been yeah 
um, and and also helpful. Just, you know, we mentioned this before too, but just praying for one another. Like, yeah, you don't even even if like you don't even have to tell them. Just I think right. that's like kind of a misconception nowadays. That like, right. Oh, I'm praying for you. Right. You know, like, just need you to know that. And like, I, like it adds think, power or something to it. I think the bigger misconception is if I tell you I'm doing it, it's the same as doing it. Like, nah, it's the yep. opposite. You can actually yeah, no, no, no. flop both of those and it would be more accurate. Right. But like, yeah, pray for someone without telling them. Mm-hmm. Do it, you know? And And also, like, I'm sure this is kind of like, if you didn't know this, but the most important thing that like, pours into you is just make sure you're in the word yeah and like having time with god and praying with him and because that tops all Mm. things to Mm. fill me up right and you i know it's just it's what we're designed for so like don't forget to do that and it's so easy to just be like you know Mm -hmm. no tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow well like you know there there are times where encouraging a person in the gospel and i think that's part of the thing paul's talking about in uh first thessalonians one Mm -hmm. is encouraging them in the gospel um there are times that is an encouragement is if i took the word of god and handily applied it to you Mm -hmm. in a manner that is both strong and also harsh um that is an encouragement in a weird way but it's based in actually it's actual care towards a person to encourage them to like hey you forgot the gospel right so here it is it's so strap in buddy boy here we go yeah um and, and to be harsh in that manner and i think especially if they're a person i'm responsible with that actually goes a long way mm-hmm. of being able to give this person the authority to call you out on your garbage so that both of you can go together i think is very important right or if if it is a uh, person i'm responsible to that they keep the authority to be able to close me down if i need to right. uh, and i think that's as important of a person that can come in and go and you're done i i have the elders at church that uh if at a point they go all right you're done here uh then they then that's the end of the conversation uh and and i've agreed to come under them as far as their authority goes but that is the end of the conversation at that point right uh and that's how that goes and um i'm not claiming that'd be a fun process but and and in the current details of 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 the job, a good amount of uh, of the thing I do is communicate to the elders and you know push back occasionally. But if they go, no, this is a decree, then I'm like, okay, as the mm-hmm. elders, that's what's going to happen. Right. I don't necessarily agree, but that's where we are. It doesn't matter. I don't have to agree. They are the elders. God put them there. They have responsibility over me and they and again i don't make it easy uh and and i need to encourage them in that by being willing to submit to them right even if i don't agree which they haven't it sounds as if they've done things i'm like they've actually we're in complete agreement so i just want to be clear it sounded as if i was Mm -hmm. like and they know what they did. Those dirtbags. That dumb decision they made. You know, that's not what I'm saying. They're actually good men. 
Right. But encourage them by being willing to submit to them joyfully, I think is an expression of the gospel that I can give to a person I'm responsible to. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's hard, but like, yeah, I've I've just found the thing that sets it all off for me mm-hmm. and, and encourages me is to just be spend time with God, and then it's just like all of these things become slightly easier. Right, like those tasks that you know you have to do, like oh, mm-hmm. you need to reach out to this person and see how they're right. doing and pray for them. They become like a lot easier, right? Because you're fueled by like the spirit of God, and it's no longer just like this task. It's like oh. It's almost like your mentality changes like, oh, I, I get to do this. Like, yeah. I get to yeah. reach out to this person, yeah. see how they're doing, and like, and talk to God, like the creator yeah. of everything who intercedes and and is intimately involved in everyone's lives. Like, I get mm-hmm. to talk to him about this person's problems, mm-hmm. and I know that he's going to bring them comfort through right. that. Right, absolutely. And it's just like, it just changes, you know? And then these things, like finding these people, it just becomes mm-hmm. easier. It becomes more of a priority. I found if there's a thing I'm, I told a person like, "Hey, I'll be praying about this." I have a, um, I have an alarm in the phone that, uh, it goes off and it's just you know pray for this person or pray about this, mm-hmm. uh, and I found that to be very helpful because Lord knows I forget. I mean, right. like, so in in being able to have the alarm goes go off that like I can't ignore it it's pretty loud um it's like oh yeah that's a reminder to pray and kind of do that and then just the other spontaneous times you know, is is like paying attention to the spirit of hey give this person a text cool okay don't know why but man my phones have made it really easy to just like just pop a text to somebody and they've 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 been able to say like Dude, that was a hundred percent. I needed that. Can I call in an hour? And I'm like, absolutely. Um, you know, many conversations have come out of that just because of a, hey, I need to check on this person, or I need to encourage this person, or just tell them a thing good because I know they're going through it. And, and that's been, right. you know, being able to pay attention to the spirit, and that's been really important right. to me. And Danny is good at that. It's definitely mm-hmm. your spiritual gift. I'm right okay at it. <laughs> And he has discernment like I've never seen in someone else, especially in my own life. I'll be like, like actively struggling through mm. something, and he'll text me, and I'm like, "Dude, stop! How did he no, know? Sorry. <laughs> How did he know?" It's a, it's a, I'm just gonna start like guessing like really specific things. <laughs> You don't need that third donut. Like how? How? In one of these days, I'm gonna nail it. You know? Yeah. You're like, <gasps> how did he know? Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So we want to know from you guys, uh, what are things that you've done to encourage and be an encouragement to other people? And what is the best way people can encourage you in your faith? Uh, So go ahead and tell us in in the comments. And there's a few places that that can be done. Uh, The first is by going to our social media pages at nobody special podcast on facebook and on instagram not on twitter because twitter is dumpster fire mm-hmm. you can also go to the gospelpost.com slash nobody special there's a form there that you can fill out and that will go to us whether you want to say hello or 
you can tell us your thoughts on this episode or any other episode. Or honest. ask us advice. Because a lot of people are Unqualified aren't. advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. We yeah. need to put out a poll on Instagram for just like, just ask for advice questions. Not ask for advice, but like ask for questions of asking for advice. What, like a little question box? Yeah, yeah, put a question box. We'll put a question box out. <laughs> What's, what What do you want us to talk about this week? And we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Gosh, we'd have to talk. What if, like, it depends on, we might talk about it. Hey. I don't want to, you know. Discussion what? topic ideas. Oh, gosh. That's yeah. not bad. No, yeah, we'll go for it. Yeah, we'll, try we'll do it. We'll yeah. do it. But anyways, you can also find us on YouTube and comment there, and you can reach out to us there as well. We'll see that. Mm -hmm. And you can subscribe there, ring the bell, you know, do the things. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us today, right? We appreciate all the people that tune into our show and uh, go ahead and give it a share on social media, on Instagram and all that. We really do appreciate everyone who listens to the show and who is uh, a part of our group of people who are yet unnamed we don't have a name yet mm-hmm. nobody's specialists no we do this at the end of almost every episode Not and almost i'm just gonna every. end it i'm caleb and i'm danny <laughs> and we are nobody special <laughs>